Welcome to Unabridged, the weekly podcast where teachers take on books. We're your hosts. I'm Sarah, and I'm here today with Jen and Ashley. This is Ashley. We'll chat about our Unabridged Book Club's pick of the month, recommend related books, and share our nerdy English teacher love of reading with our Unabridged highlights and with short episodes featuring targeted topics. To follow along with our schedule, visit our website, unabridgedpod.com, where the books we read are linked for purchase. You want opinions about books? We've got them. Hey, so today we are talking about um, YA, our, our YA TBR list, um, and we're going to give updates on those. We talked about those a while ago. In number 47, Jen is very kindly um, <laughs> letting me know with um, signals over there that the episode... <laughs> The episode number, if you'd like to listen to um, our initial episode, is number 47. And um, today we would like to update you a bit on where we are with those lists. Um, and so, yeah, lady. Oh, and before we get started, Sarah is reminding me <laughs> that um, we really would appreciate it if you would take a minute to rate review and subscribe on iTunes. Um, we have on Instagram at our handle unabridged pod. Um, we have a highlight that shows how to rate and review. Um, it's pretty straightforward, but it involves a little scrolling. So sometimes people have trouble finding it. Um, so that does mean a lot to us. It really helps us to reach more listeners who would enjoy this kind of podcast show. So thanks for considering that. And, um, with no further ado, <laughs> um, let's talk about where we are, ladies. How did that go? <laughs> I can start. They're going to make fun of me. <laughs> um, so I read both of my <laughs> yes, <she did. laughs> anticipated <Of course. laughs> reads, um, which were Neil Schusterman's Scythe and Tahara Mafi's Shatter Me series. Um so Sarah wanted to comment on the fact that it was a series. How many are how, how many are in the series? <laughs> I mean, there are a few. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm just uh, keep kidding. I'm just jealous, honestly. That's exactly, me too. <laughs> just I, jealousy. There are four. <laughs> okay, so Jen has read five since number forty-seven. In this vein, um, Sarah and I have each had re- read one that we will contribute today <laughs> to the discussion. <laughs> okay, um, so. Side by Neil Schusterman. So I'm a huge Neil Schusterman fan. I will say I have read this and I also read his book Dry since that episode and I prefer Dry. So I like Scythe a lot. I think it is really interesting, but I was not compelled to pick up the second book in the series, which for me is usually a sign yeah, of something. Not always the same thing. Um, so this one is, sorry, that was profound. <laughs> Apparently that is the way I'm going to be today. Um, so this one is about two teenagers, Citra and Rowan. Citra is a girl, Rowan is a boy, who are chosen to be size. So this is, takes place in a future where humans don't die from natural causes anymore. But then population, the population becomes a problem because the earth can't sustain so many people. So um individuals are tapped to be scythes and then they basically go and kill people so our population can continue to live on earth and i thought it raised a lot of interesting interesting yeah Yeah. it it raises tons of interesting questions as i feel schusterman's books always do there wasn't anything i disliked about it i think it's really well done it's really well written um he plays with the structure in an interesting way but yeah i just it, it was not my favorite of his books um shatter me i really I had a love-hate relationship with. Um, There are some romances in the story. Um, 
that at times really frustrated me or that I did not feel believable. But then when I would keep reading the series, yeah, I would come back around. So these are dystopian novels. Um, they focus on a character named Juliet who can kill people by touching them. And she has been imprisoned um, for not quite a year at the beginning. Um, and then she is let out. And so there's this government who is really oppressive, who has taken over, and then there's a rebellion. So it has a lot of those dystopian tropes. So I'm not going to argue that this is the best written or most original thing, but man, is it compelling. Like I just could not stop reading them once I started. <coughs> um, I have since also read her book, A Very Large Expanse of Sea, and that one is brilliant. So that's a standalone. So if you want to start, I would start there with her because that was equally compelling, but it's only one, which is a nice thing. And I just think that one was a much more original book. So while there were things I really liked about Shatter Me, I feel like if you've read a lot of dystopian it, it's it's very solidly in that vein. So. Cool. Yeah, I um, was thinking about how much I wanted to read the Schusterman one, but then it was dry that yeah. I had in my mind. But size sounds great, too. Yeah, it's really good. And I will eventually read the rest, but just not yet. Yeah, it's funny you said that about the series because I used to be all in uh -huh. for a series. Like, I'd read the first book and love it so much. But these days, we have a lot to read. Yes. Yeah. And so um, now I find that even if I really am excited about it, it's a little more burdensome, whereas mm -hmm. a standalone feels really good right, right. now. Yeah. <laughs> we all have different places in our lives. So. Well, and I, well, and I think for me that I listen to a lot of audiobooks, but a lot of the series books are e either dystopian mm -hmm. or fantasy mm -hmm. books, and those are really difficult when there's a lot of world yes. building yes. happening for me to listen to. So yeah. it's, it's – and a lot of times they're longer because mm -hmm. I'm dying to read Six of Crows that Ashley talks mm -hmm. about sometimes on the, mm -hmm. on the podcast, but I just – it's just – it's a commitment. Well, same <laughs> for me with the Sarah J. Moss. I'm yeah. dying to read the last one, but it's that that one book is really long, and I know it'll move fast, but I just keep putting it off because, and it's one that you yeah. want to read pretty quickly yeah. um, because you don't, you know, there's a lot to keep up with. It's a mm -hmm. lot, like it's not like something where you can read it over a series of months while you're working on other mm -hmm. things. So. Right. All right. So what do you? What about you, Sarah? Well, I'm over here having a little personal celebration because on my YATBR list, I put To All the Boys I've Loved Before series, and I read them all. So that's three books. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> I did not read Denton Little's Death Date, which I do want to read. I just haven't gotten to it yet. But um, I did read To All the Boys I Loved Before and then the two follow-ups. So I, I was incorrect earlier. I stand corrected. <laughs> I will only be contributing one book today. But thank goodness, listeners, my, my, my podcast peers have been plowing through the books for you. So. I did read the Jenny Han books as well yes. and loved them. Yes. So, and yes. I mean, those are, um, I felt like those are pretty easy to mm -hmm. get through and pretty fast reads. Um, I did think, I mean, I definitely liked all the boys I loved before the first better than all of the others and my mm -hmm. least favorite was the third one same for me I, I just didn't I, I just felt like the first one had this authenticity that mm -hmm. I didn't feel like the third one had like it felt like the plot felt a little forced to me and just mm -hmm. some of the things that happened I just I don't know it just wasn't I wasn't there for it as much mm -hmm. um 
But I really did love the series, and uh, I loved Laura Jean so much. Mm-hmm. I just found her to be such a likable character, and I love that she didn't always make the right choice, but that yes. she tried. And I love the whole bake, like that she liked to bake. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just I love the way the sisters supported each other, and mm-hmm. and, um, her dad. and her dad is just great. I mean, he tries so hard, and like when he would make the Korean food, and everybody is like, "This is not good," <laughs> and they're just trying to grin and eat it because he's trying so hard to keep that part of her heritage um, at the forefront you know, since her mom had passed away. And I just I really really did enjoy the series, and I, then I also watched the I read the whole series, and then I read, watched the Netflix movie. Oh yeah. And I haven't watched that yet. Oh, you have to watch it. Oh, my gosh. I forgot that yeah. I can watch that. You know, it's one of those things where I was like, I got to read the books so I can watch it. Now I can watch it. Yes. It makes me giddy. Like, you just have to watch it when you just want to be giddy. Maybe like, we can have so a <gasps> watching party. Yes. yes. We'll tell you all, all about it. I'm sure you can't wait. <laughs> um, and I started watching the Netflix movie. And I have to say, um, I loved it. I thought that. The movie was great. I really liked it. I thought it was so well cast. And I have to say that I liked Peter Kavinsky in the movie version. And it's not just because he's very handsome. Um, I liked him. I liked his character and the way he was portrayed in the movie version better than in the series. Some parts of the series, I just was over the way that... He kind of tried to manipulate Lars. Yeah, I felt me like too. I found him really off-putting in some parts of the book. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't feel that way when I watched the movie mm-hmm. as much. So, yeah. So I so I enjoyed the whole series. <laughs> first one was my favorite. The first book was my favorite. Third one was my least favorite. Um, loved the movie. So it was overall. I was glad that I put it on my TBR and that I read it. So that was really good. Yay. That, yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot about Netflix. Yay. That's exciting. We know what Ashley's doing this weekend. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Please let that come out. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that we talked about, the, we've talked about those books before on here, but I mean, I think that um, that is not the kind of read I would normally do, but mm-hmm. I loved them also. She's just great. Mm-hmm. She's just really down to earth. I love her character. Yeah. She's great. Um, so my one book that I'm going to contribute to today's discussion is um, Dorothy Must Die by Danielle Page. Um, so I had two on here. One of them was Lee Bardugo's Wonder Woman. I still very much want to read that. I just um, haven't felt – well, I've had a lot of other books to read, um, and <laughs> so that's a factor. Um, but also I think, like, lately I've been gravitating more toward – I've really been enjoying memoir. Um, I've read a lot of realistic fiction um, like Sarah said, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, and there are only certain kinds of books that work well for audio. Um, and so, I mean, I think all of that has played in. So I just, even though I love Lee Bardugo, I have not um, been super compelled to read Wonder Woman. So it is on my TBR stack. I have it. Um, if, if you follow us on Instagram, we're always <laughs> um, working on our unread shelf um, piles. And so I, it is like on my second pile. So it's not, um, it's not, you know, it, it'll happen before like 2023, I think, but it could be a little while. Anyway, in the meantime, um, I did read Dorothy Must Die by Daniel Page, and I loved it. I So this is a spin off of um, The Wizard of Oz, <coughs> um, and it is um, somebody who, excuse us, um, it, it is um, Amy is the main character, and she finds herself in Oz. Um, but it is much later after um, Dorothy arrived in Oz, um, and Dorothy 
like yeah the whole the whole premise of the wizard of oz is there so like dorothy did go home but then she wound up back in oz and then things um spun out of control and dorothy has like overtaken everything and she um has become this really um sadistic dictator who demands (laughs) things be a certain way and um the witches are all factor into that too and um and so some of them are like fighting against her and then she's got people who have power and magic on her side um but there's a lot of um dystopian elements in the story where um you know she has um a lot of control but a lot of the people's magic is being used kind of against them Mm -hmm. or they don't have any um way to opt out of the things that are happening so um enter amy and um she doesn't know any of these things of course and so she um is (laughs) sarah's trying to um instagram me over here um it's fine um so anyway so amy comes along and 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 the people who um are living in oz um are kind of dragging her into this fight and so, um, it, I mean, it was a fascinating read. I really enjoyed it. Um, it is a series, um, and I am interested in reading the rest, but, I mean, for all the reasons I already discussed, mm-hmm. it's just not something that I um, can make time for right this minute. But I feel like the story holds up really well, and I think that I can pick it back up in a mm-hmm. while and still um, – it's not one of the series that has so many threads that I feel like I'll be lost. I think I can read it later and I'm still jump back in and enjoy it. Intriguing. It's great. Thanks for listening today to our TBR update. And uh, we just want to remind you to go follow us on all the social media and don't forget to rate review and subscribe on iTunes. That helps us so much. Do you have comments or opinions about what you heard today? We would love to hear them. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, on Instagram and Twitter at UnabridgedPod, or on the web at UnabridgedPod.com, or on our Patreon page. We'd like to thank Jared Featherstone, who composed our theme music, Strings of Light. Many thanks to Katie Amy of Amy Photography, our podcast photographer, and Tim Rieger, our videographer. Thanks for listening to Unabridged.